This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, December 18th, 2023. Before we get into today's podcast, we have an ask in the notes section for this episode. There is a link to a quick survey, which takes just a minute or two. We'd love your feedback on the Daily Punch as we go into year four. We hear from folks all the time that they listen to it and love it. We want to make sure you are getting exactly what you want. So please click on the link and take a survey. All right, with that, let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the Senate immigration and border security talks. Number two, the legislative crunch in January. And number three, the vault, a year in review. All right, Jake, let's get to it. The top story in Washington this week is what is happening in the Senate. Uh, There was a marathon weekend of talks on border security plus immigration uh, that could unlock potentially billions of dollars in Ukraine aid. It yielded significant progress, but no deal. Our very own Andrew Desiderio and Mika Solner up on uh, Capitol Hill all weekend covering those negotiations. And despite the maybe one or two steps forward, we're still a long way from a final agreement. Yeah, both um, uh, everybody involved here uh, who's being honest understands that there's not going to be any legislation this year. Now, Chuck Schumer is uh, has the Senate in session this week. Um, he may or may not hold a procedural vote on the shell bill. So that would be the uh, legislative vehicle that eventually will become the Ukraine-Israel-Taiwan border bill. Um, but that will fail. Why will it fail? Because Republicans will want to know what they're voting on, uh, which seems to be a... Uh, a legitimate ask, uh, and they will. Uh, so if that happens, they will vote it down. But uh, James Langford, Chris Murphy, and Kirsten Cinema uh, are have have said at least that they've made progress, and they need some time to get it into leg- to get the border language into legislative text. And uh, that's what they're gonna. That's what they're in the middle of right now. Um, so the Senate is again holding nomination votes this week uh, on executive and judicial nominees. Uh, He also wants to approve uh, about a dozen military promotions that are still being blocked by Republicans. We'll see if he's able to do that because that will take time. Um, And then, listen, on the border conversation, I mean, we don't even know at this point whether the um, whatever they come up with, whatever uh, the senators come up with whether it has any chance in the house so that's the big question i mean the big question is does it have any chance does it will does it will mike johnson put it on the floor we don't know the answer to that yeah i mean there's a lot of different dynamics it's interesting even in the a lot the republicans who are calling for you know wanting to understand a lot more about what's in the bill very unlikely to support a final product uh it 
uh, as you say, what, what's happening in the Senate versus the reality of what can actually pass in the House, probably two very different uh, legislative products. Um, other thing to just watch here before the end of the week is that FAA reauthorization. Does the Senate take action before uh, that expires December 31st? Going to be something that there's going to be a lot of pressure on Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to get that across the finish line before he lets lawmakers head home. Let's go on to the number two story of the morning. John Bresnahan has a look at the January crunch and how former President Donald Trump, the leading candidate in the GOP presidential primary, uh, could impact this immigration, the immigration talks we were just speaking about, as well as Ukraine aid, things that he has not been supportive on and certainly has had pretty incendiary comments uh, when it comes to uh, undocumented immigrants over the weekend. Interesting to think about what his role could or could not be, despite the fact that he's not the president. uh, He is a figure that a lot of Republicans are looking to when it comes to reading the tea leaves of the 2024 cycle. Yeah, that's right. And and in addition to that, um, just think about this, right? I mean, they, if they get a, um, if they get an immigration deal, uh, again, not clear that they will, um, th- that's also going to run up against the government funding conversation. The government shuts down on uh, January 19th. Four bills come up. Um, uh, four bills come up or are, are due, I guess the best way to, to, to say it is on January 19th. That's a very big time crunch, especially because the Senate, the Senate and House don't even have top line numbers at this point. So that's very difficult for everyone involved. Um, but Brez makes a really good point here, which is this entire debate is going to come up against the presidential primary. Donald Trump will most likely be out there dumping all over it. I mean, he's he's made very incendiary, as you say, and 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 pretty disgusting comments about about immigrants over the last couple of days. Um, so the question is, will senators go out there and vote for something that Donald Trump is uh, is uh, vocally, verbally, openly against? And I think the answer to that is probably not. But we'll have to see how that t- shakes out. All right. And on to the number three story of the morning. The Vault, A Year in Review, Brenda Peterson making the case that it was a great year for banking legislation and also a terrible one. Feels like a very Washington answer on this Monday morning. Um, His point being that there actually was a lot of legislation that happened uh, in both the Senate Banking Committee as well as the House Financial Services Committee on a range of issues, uh, particularly as the focus on the U.S. economy and the banking crisis uh, came into focus. Uh, but despite a lot of that action at the committee level, not a lot of action of actually getting policy across the finish line. Yeah, it's an interesting item. I mean, we've, we've written a lot about this year about how the Senate Banking Committee was back in action. And and quite honestly, I'll, I'll spin this forward a little bit. Uh, Patrick McHenry, the chair of the Financial Services Committee, is in his last year uh, of being in in Congress, uh, or so he's going to. I would imagine. I would just just thinking about this. He's going to really push to get things done. So if you spin this forward a little bit, yes, it's been a uh, an interesting year on the financial services front, and I just think that the next year um, is also going to be interesting as he tries to uh, uh, set his legacy in the financial services front. All right, with that. 
Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. As always, if you like The Daily Punch, you can go deeper on all things we talk about here and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody.